Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the Power, to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill their promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. 
Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings Radio right here on The Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact the show tonight, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. That's r-d-g-a-b-l-e at yahoo.com. Find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. And check out our website with the full show archive and more, including montages and my books at www.thesecretteachings.info. Last week on the broadcast on Tuesday, we talked about Pandora's Portal, a gateway to the unknown, and some research that was conducted at the Large Hadron Collider, discovering that the standard model of physics was essentially wrong and that muons did not break down in the way that scientists originally thought, therefore suggesting that there are other particles, other forces acting upon them. Additional research, which was reported on later last week, came out of Chicago, and it was about how these new particles were discovered that, just like what was discovered at CERN, kind of rewrite the basis of theoretical physics, theoretical science, whatever you want to call it. BBC News has one of the stories. Muons, strong evidence found for a new force of nature. Now, you'd think that would be a big headline. You'd think that would be everywhere. You'd think that would be all over CNN. That would be all over Fox News. That would be all over the Internet. And even in more fringe, more conspiratorial, more science-based even radio and podcast, there probably are numerous obscure things that I've never heard about radio shows and podcasts, but I just don't see this anywhere really on the internet. People are more concerned over the Minneapolis trial, and they are concerned about a shooting in Minneapolis, which provoked unrest. It's funny how these groups can just overnight, there's one shooting and suddenly there's chaos, riots, so-called protests erupting in an organized fashion after one person gets shot and suddenly the city catches on fire almost instantaneously. It's funny how there's that kind of, of organization. There's that kind of organization for these groups, but these groups can't organize and take care of their communities. Instead, they organize and burn their communities to the ground. They burn other communities to the ground. So that's the top news pretty much everywhere you look. In fact, the BBC article I have from the April, uh, from the 8th of April it's on the BBC, it's on a couple of other websites, uh, Daily Mail reported it. I mean, these aren't even U.S. news outlets. And all the top stories are about the royal family. I didn't even want to 
right away talk about the the death of Prince Philip, and uh, it's all about you know George Floyd and Minneapolis and riots and but those are peaceful protests mostly. I feel that you know some kind of evidence for a new force of nature should be a pretty big news story, and so that's why I focused an entire show on it last week. I thought that it was very important to talk about, and it was an existential like show. It was something that I really can't prove. I'm not trying to prove. It wasn't a point I was trying to make. I was just kind of observing what the scientists at this Large Hadron Collider had had uh, uh, potentially discovered and what scientists now at uh, another facility have also discovered. And it's just, it, it's pretty incredible because we don't see these things in the news, we're more focused on whether or not we should wear four masks or whether or not a black man robbing a store and uh, you know attacking somebody physically with a knife, whether they should be arrested by the police or let go because of the color of their skin. Meanwhile, the, the entire fabric of the universe is being unfolded and it's just like barely a blip on the radar. And there are other things that are barely a blip on the radar. And it's, I've said it for months now, and I think I've probably said it for years, but increasingly so the last two years, it's incredible to me how Christians in particular are, and I'm only sig- signaling out Christians because of the, the well-known faith of the Christian community and especially more extreme Christians who believe in a literal brimstone and fire Armageddon end of the world scenario, why Christians aren't more upset or more concerned about things like vaccine passports and how in Israel today, how in the Holy Land, as it's called, you can't really buy or sell you know, food or participate in commerce unless you have this government-approved mark. And you could call it a check mark, a little green check mark, which is what's being done here in the state of New York. Or you could call it a, you know, a government-approved check. They're checking you off the list to make sure that you're safe and won't hurt other people because you're inherently bad and dangerous. And I just don't see the Christian community concerned and, and standing up against this. I mean... I find it bizarre that you can literally have Microsoft patents that are numbered 060606, and that might get some play in the the podcast conspiracy realm or world, and it might get some, some play here or there on another talk show, but it's not really something anyone's going into depth over. Uh, very rarely have I talked. Have I, t- have I even talked to someone who's ever even heard of the Microsoft 666 patent? And it's even rarer, perhaps, you know, just speaking arbitrarily here, that I speak to somebody who has heard of, uh, you know, things like House Resolution 6666, the Trace Act here in the United States. And, uh, Perhaps, again, even rarer that I've spoken to somebody who's heard about invisible ink tattoos. 
Now, these invisible ink tattoos, you can call them, you know, whatever you want. You can say it's the mark of the beast. You can say that it's a great idea because we have to make sure that people are safe and people are going to be healthy and people aren't going to be sick anymore. And you can say whatever you want about it. That's fine. But I feel like we should at least have a discussion on it before we just collectively agree as a community, as a, as a, as a group of people, that this is okay. That this isn't like, I don't know, an overstepping of, of boundaries. That the government or corporations or anybody, anything, should really have the power to demand that you participate in this kind of system. Now, you might think, what kind of system? What are you talking about? Officials and government and corporations are just trying to keep us safe, and this is all happening in real time, and there's never been you know, any kind of conspiracy. There's no conspiring to look at the population and think, how can we better control people? How can we come up with ways in which to monitor and track them? Now, clearly, if you think that, you've not been paying attention. And if you're older and you think that, you, you really drop the ball. Uh, I can tell you just in my 10 years of doing radio, one thing that I've always just had had solidified concrete in my, my brain was something I read about Facebook and the Department of Defense working together particularly DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. And they have this relationship with Facebook and multinational corporations, big tech. There's an incestuous relationship. And I learned that, you know, just like you have people that are back and forth within industries and then government regulatory bodies, you know, people like Michael Taylor, he's a very famous individual who worked for Monsanto, then worked for the government, then worked for Monsanto, then worked for the government, just a revolving door. You obviously, if you think about it, are going to find the same thing with big technology, with the Department of Defense, with DARPA, with the Pentagon. I, I read this thing about Facebook and they, and they have this experimental division that develops new technologies. It's, it's actually called Skunk Works Building 8. And one of the women who works at Skunk Works, named Regina Dugan, she kind of heads up this, this facility. Now, Regina Dugan was a senior vice president for Motorola's advanced research arm when they proposed an electronic tattoo. She's a former Google executive and she's a former director at DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. It's the research and development arm of the Pentagon, and it focuses much of its research on understanding the human for the development of things like robots, artificial intelligence, and super soldiers, along with advanced forms of weaponry. Now, it's no coincidence that DARPA was partnered with the San Diego University Salk Institute, working on a project called Peak Soldier Performance, part of their super soldier program, to develop brain-machine interfaces for the battlefield. Working along with the Salk Institute, as a side note, was an individual named James Holmes, the supposed shooter in Aurora, Colorado, who had been granted several thousand dollars for his research into, quote, subjective experiences, end quote, 
or mind control. The shooter at Sandy Hook, Adam Lanza, also had connections to DARPA through his mother, who was supposedly a CIA analyst, among possibly other things, working with the Pentagon and the Department of Homeland Security. And this is the same kind of technology creating brain-to-machine interfaces, creating these types of things for amputees or people that are crippled, people that are wanting to play video games and not have to use a controller to create super soldiers or to control the general population. The same kind of technology being developed by people like Elon Musk and his company Neuralink. Now, DARPA announced a plan in 2016 to develop a neural implant with the purpose of connecting the human brain to sophisticated supercomputers. A publication from the news source Seeker explained the plan as such. Dubbed the Neural Engineering System Design, the program aims to dramatically improve current nanotechnology capabilities through public and private research initiatives. The ultimate goal is to produce a miniaturized brain implant less than one cubic centimeter in size, and the proposed device would serve as a translator between digital computer systems and the electrochemical language of the brain. Now, when you think about mass shootings and you think about riots and protests, and you think about the details and the definitions of mass shootings, protests, racism, we can have... Uh, an argument of definition and we can have a political argument and we can have a cultural argument and a societal argument and a historical argument. We can have an existential argument and discussion about those things. We can talk about things like hate crime. We can talk about things like genetic guilt. And then we can talk about things like neural implants. Because when you think of something like thought police... Having a thought and having that thought be considered criminal is a very dangerous precedent to set. Now, I might not agree with people who don't like other people because of the color of their skin, but they have every right to have that view and that opinion. And people that usually have that view and have that opinion are pretty reserved and don't like to congregate with other human beings because they want to stay within their own little world whether they're black or they're white, etc. But to suggest that a single thought can be criminal changes the whole system of criminal justice. It changes the whole definition of criminal activity. It changes the whole definition of free will and free thought and free association and free movement. It makes thoughts illegal. Uh, These are the thought police. But when you factor in neurological systems brain computer interfaces then you take thoughts in real time facebook is also working on this thoughts in real time that would be considered dangerous or criminal and it would be a lot easier to target and isolate those individuals now this is just on the front lines of this type of research but it goes a lot further into a dystopian nightmare when you consider what this technology can be used for and we're going to talk about this tonight on the secret teachings and the significance of it and, it and how it relates to things like hydrogel and vaccinations. I've got some pretty incredible stuff to share with you. Stay with us right here on The Secret Teachings and we'll break it all down.
This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The month of April brings us further into the waxing of the year, from the spring equinox to Beltane. Join us on The Secret Teachings to track this turning of the yearly wheel through synchromysticism, pop conspiracy, and more Monday through Friday on The Fringe FM. And as the sun waxes, expand your perception with a subscription to our show archive, which includes montages and my digital books. A one-time donation or a yearly subscription of $45 at the moment supports the show, the network, and you. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the subscribe tab at the top of the page or use PayPal directly with the email rdgable at yahoo.com. All yearly subscribers also get a free copy of The Technological Elixir or Food Philosophy with free shipping in the U.S. You can also buy the book separately, including the enormous compilation of Occult Arcana. That's thesecretteachings.info, and your support allows us to do what we do Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Do you want to know more about UAPs, the paranormal, conspiracy analysis, current events, and other topics that interest you? I'm Jess Rogie, host of The Rogie Report. Explore The Unrevealed every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. Pacific, live here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of the Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. It's April, the month of burning when the sun proceeds into its waxing phase, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. What are we going to do tomorrow night? Same thing we do every night. Try to take over the world. This is David Icke, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. It's time you got acquainted with the real hard truth. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Thanks again. Um, This is very refreshing, and I look forward to talking with you more soon, Ryan.
Hey, this is Anthony Tyler, author of Dive Manual, Empirical Investigations of Mysticism, uh, website divemind.net, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable, my man. Gable, your host, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio. I'm sure most of you know all about the satanic panic, and some of you may think that 2020-2021 has led to the birth of a new type of satanic panic. It's a new type of satanic panic that's more akin to a revelation panic an end-of-the-world panic, a mark-of-the-beast panic. And whether or not you feel as an individual that these things are literal, that these things are prophecies, I mean, you can have an existential argument about prophecy. And you can say that the mark of the beast in the Bible and the system of the beast and all of these things that have kind of taken on a life of their own through book series like Left Behind and uh, things that you probably hear that are perhaps even, you know, more exaggerated in, you know, church or Bible study. And uh, you can say, well, the fact that these things are happening are proof that Jesus was real, that the Bible is true, absolutely. You know, I guess that's a big statement to make that everything in the Bible is true and that the devil is real and all these theological things that Christians in particular, but Muslims also and Jews also believe. Um, obviously Jews and Muslims have somewhat of a different view on these things. Muslims don't believe Jesus was the savior and the son of God and uh, Jews. Uh, well, they, you know about the Jewish religion probably. So, you can say that what's happening today in 2021 and in 2020 and in recent years is really a revelation. It's an unfolding, it's an apocalypse, it's an unfolding, it's a great unveiling of uh, satanic or demonic or evil systems of control that are overriding the, the world of, of creation, the world that God created and trying to replace those things with synthetic Systems replacing the organic biological with the synthetic technological. And you can say that that proves that the Bible is real and that revelation is real and that all of these things are going to happen. And even if you argue that revelation and other books of the Bible have just not so much been predictions of the future, but they've been observations of the present and the times that they were written. And then because of, um, archetypes and cycles of history, things repeat themselves, 
You could suggest that because in our history books in the 20th century, many of the things that happened then are happening now, so it's a repeating of that, and therefore you could say that prophecy is real. Now, I'm not particularly certain what that means when people say prophecy is real or the Bible is real, but what I am quite certain of is that there are those people, whether they believe in the Bible or not, there are those people who, like Cortez, studied the religion of the Aztecs and understood their belief system and were a, was able to conquer the Aztec Empire, which was arguably more sophisticated and advanced than Europeans in various ways. Um, obviously, you could, you could argue that. And because of the understanding of the mind and how the Aztecs thought, it was easier to conquer that empire and to do so through psychological means more so than physical, although the physical occurred as well. And, you know, it wasn't necessarily a giant battle between natives and Europeans as, you know, movies or documentaries or people like to paint that idea because Europeans were in South, Central, uh, North America long before Columbus and long before all the stories of the conquistadors and things like that. But if you were to study the Bible and you were to study these archetypes and these themes, you could then play upon those themes and those beliefs and you could create a scenario to bring about the manifestation of that prophecy. Now, is that because the prophecy was true to begin with? Well, you could look at someone like a, a psychic who is just a total fraud, but something that that psychic says, you could, you could manifest that scenario, and then the psychic isn't so much of a fraud. It's not really about whether or not the psychic is a fraud or if the prophecy is actually a prophecy predicting the future or if it's more like understanding the cycles of nature and how history repeats itself and putting that down into text and seeing things turn from an observation into a theological dogmatic belief system. But I believe that there are people that are utilizing these scriptures, that are utilizing this text, that are utilizing these themes and these ideas because it suggests that this is God's plan, that it's inevitable that this beast system, as some call it, comes into existence, and therefore the Christians, rather than oppose it, will actually accept it. And this is a great and incredible deception, because the very things that Christians and others might reject because of the nature of the system, they now are accepting and seeming to have very little protest about. So if you read the Bible and you read Revelation 13 and you read about you know, the mark of the beast, and he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of man, and his number is six hundred threescore and six. 
Now, obviously, that number is the number of carbon, and it relates to carbon-based life forms, and that is the mark of man, the mark of the beast, like the story of beauty and the beast, the prince, the spirit, the soul, has been turned into and has been placed inside of this monstrous creature. This is the human body, this gross materialism. And the rose, as a symbol of initiation, as it begins to wilt and decay, he must find love and companionship. He must find that connection. He must find harmony. And he finds harmony through beautiful music, through the mind of God, through vibration, through beauty, who is bell, like the bell of the ball. And that's the story of Beauty and the Beast. And it's very much relatable to Revelation 13, 16 through 18. And it's very much relatable to all the work of the alchemists and many of the occult esoteric things that you might have interest in reading. That's a really wonderful story because it explains all of that from the rose to the beast to bell as in harmony or music. So that is the idea that people have about the mark of the beast, that it is, that it is something that you have placed on your hand or your foreheads. And this probably happened in the past and it probably you could probably make arguments, find something in, in literature, find something in the historical re- uh, record about that time period Revelation was written, and you could find that, oh, well, th- this was also happening then as well. And you could see it as a metaphoric thing, you know, or you could, you could see it as something that's, that's quite literal, and I think it could potentially be both. Regina Dugan, I mentioned in the first segment, Regina Dugan works with the Facebook experimental division called Skunkworks Building 8. And Regina Dugan was vice president of Motorola and a former executive at DARPA, along with being a former Google executive. And she saw the development at Motorola of something called an electronic tattoo, something that has become a very well-known thing today. I'm not talking about like, hey, go get a cool electronic tattoo that lights up. Now, this would be a tattoo, what otherwise is called a bio stamp, a biological stamp, which would essentially be a mark that would be embedded, that would be uh, with ink and with dye and with what they call micro needles, basically fused to the body. Now, why would anybody want to do that? Well, you could keep your records, your medical records there, you can keep a lot of things on this little thing, uh, this little device, this little invisible ink microneedle tattoo biostamp. And you wouldn't need to worry about your cell phone. You wouldn't need to worry about having medical papers. You wouldn't have to worry about having a COVID-19 card or a QR scan. You know, you would just have this little thing on your skin and it, it would be working toward something like uh biological scanning like you'd have you know your eyeball scanned or your fingerprint scanned but this would be a specific mark this wouldn't be biological this would be part biological it'd be synth uh, biological it would be a combination of something synthetic and something biological it'd basically turn you into a cyborg it would turn you into something that would be more keen to a piece of property now there's a, a series of things that I've identified in my book, The Technological Elixir, that have been done to br- bring this about. And getting people conditioned to accept the, the handheld devices and the wearable devices, and then we get fusible devices, and we start replacing the body altogether. This is part of the 
the rollout of what we call transhumanism or transhumanist science and the people that are behind advancing transhumanist science are people that are professors, the people that are philanthropists, they're people that are scientists and engineers, and many of them might not even understand what they're a part of. However, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA, they do know what they're a part of, and I imagine that there are lots of people that work with DARPA who do know what they're a part of. Take retired Colonel Matt Hepburn, for example, an Army infectious disease physician who's heading up DARPA's response to the so-called pandemic, COVID-19. He appeared on 60 Minutes and said, get this, get this, that you take this little device and you, quote, put it underneath your skin, and what that tells you is that there are chemical reactions going on inside the body, and that signal means you are going to have symptoms tomorrow. That's a quote. And he was talking about this vial of green tissue-like gel, which contains a chip. Not a Dorito, not a Pringle, not a wavy Lay's, but a little sensor that will tell you if you're sick. Now, that's incredible considering the fact that symptoms don't tell you that you're sick so much as they indicate your body is stressed and taxed and that your body is getting rid of material, whether that's through bumps on the skin that get rid of pus or skin irritations, which also through eczema and things like psoriasis indicate perhaps even lung problems, breathing problems. This can relate also to the heart. It's all intimately connected to itself. It's a big system that operates as one. If you have something like a cough and they indicate that that is that is meaningful, that that represents that you are or could be sick, that's incredibly, incredibly misleading because whether you have Ebola, as it's identified, or you have Hantavirus, as it's identified, or you have yellow fever, as it's identified, or you just inhaled some dust, your body's trying to get rid of something. It's trying to get rid of something that's foreign to the body, which is why when you get a vaccination and they say, well, these side effects people are experiencing fainting and swelling and redness and inflammation and heart problems and trouble breathing, that these are just symptoms of the vaccine working. And yes, they are. If the vaccine is poisoning you, then that is a symptom of the vaccine working. It's poisoning you and your body's trying to get rid of the poison. However, if you get those same symptoms without a vaccine, they say that you're sick with a virus that's causing those symptoms. They don't say that the virus is working and that it's making you better. So if you don't get a vaccine, then if you have those symptoms, it's bad. But if you get the symptoms after the vaccine, it's a good thing. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense. And so retired Colonel Matt Hepburn, Army infectious disease physician leading up DARPA's response to the pandemic, goes on 60 Minutes and says this on 60 Minutes, holding up a little vial of a little green gel-like substance and something that has already been used on 300 Patients approved by the FDA, I will allow him to explain it himself. This is retired Colonel Matt Hepburn on 60 Minutes explaining what amounts to a microchip-like gel substance 
that will monitor the reactions of chemicals in your body and tell you if you're, well, going to have symptoms tomorrow. Dr. Hepburn showed us a few current projects. Some sound like they're from an episode of Star Trek. Consider a ship like the USS Theodore Roosevelt, hobbled last year when 1,271 crew members tested positive for the coronavirus. What if everyone on board had their health monitored with this subdermal implant, now in late-stage testing? It's not some dreaded government microchip to track your every move, but a tissue-like gel engineered to continuously test your blood. It's a sensor. This tiny green thing in there? That tiny green thing in there, you put it underneath your skin, and what that tells you is that there are chemical reactions going on inside the body, and that signal means you're gonna have symptoms tomorrow. Wow, there's an actual transmitter in that? Yeah, it's like a check engine light. Check this sailor out before he infects other people. That's right. Sailors would get the signal, then self-administer a blood draw and test themselves on site. Look at that. We can have that information in three to five minutes. As you truncate that time, as you diagnose and treat, what you do is you stop the infection in its tracks. Okay, so that is retired Colonel Matt Hepburn, an Army infectious disease physician, heading up DARPA's so-called response to the so-called pandemic. Now, if you watch that video, you watch the actual video, not just listen to it, you'll see that he's holding up a little tiny vial and it has this little green gel-like substance inside of it. And it's supposed to monitor chemical reactions in the body. And like, you know, 60 Minutes says, don't worry. You know, it's not some dreaded government tracking device, right? It's not going to track you. Stage testing. It's not some dreaded government microchip to track your every move. But it is a government gel-like microchip to track your every move. You know, so it isn't that, but it is that. And so I take you back to the W020200 and then the patent number 060606 from Microsoft Technology Licensing called Cryptocurrency System Using Body Activity Data. And it says, Human body activity associated with a task provided to a user may be used in a mining process of a cryptocurrency system. A server may provide a task to a device of a user which is communicatively coupled to the server. A sensor communicatively coupled to or compromised or comprised, excuse me, in the device of the user may sense body activity of the user. Body activity data may be generated based on the sensed body activity of the user. The cryptocurrency system communicatively coupled to the device of the user may verify if the body activity data satisfies one or more conditions set by the cryptocurrency system and award cryptocurrency to the user whose body activity data is verified. Now, we take that into consideration, the cryptocurrency system, and whether or not, as it says in the last sentence of the abstract of this patent in this report, that if the body activity data satisfies one or more conditions set by the cryptocurrency system, and it'll award cryptocurrency to the user whose body activity data is verified, that is not only your so-called mark of the beast system, that is your social credit score. If the conditions of the system are met, you will receive your digital 
currency. If they are not, you and your family will starve to death. And I know that you think that's pretty dark, and it is pretty dark, but I'm not the one who owns the patent. I'm not the one who developed the system. I'm here to inform you of what the system does and that the system exists and that there are all of these individual components like fuses and these little individual components like wiring and circuit boards that if you build them separately in a Manhattan-style project, nobody knows what's being built. But if you see the diagram of the whole system, then you realize this is an atomic weapon. And this is going to cause untold devastation. But if you just build circuits, it just looks like a circuit. It doesn't indicate that this is going to be used to trigger an atomic blast. That's something that needs to be understood. You have to put all of these pieces together, not in some crazy, wacky conspiracy, but it is a crazy, wacky conspiracy. It's one thing to assume. It's another thing to read the data for yourself, to see the reports, to see the patents, to see the evidence for yourself. So this was on 60 Minutes, the Pentagon's Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency is working on a COVID vaccine that will work with all variants with the help of an implantable microchip that it says will continuously monitor the human body for signs of the virus and use chemical reactions to determine if you're going to be sick. The cryptocurrency system using body activity data says if the body activity data satisfies one or more conditions set by the cryptocurrency system, it will award cryptocurrency to the user whose body activity data is verified. In other words, you do what the system tells you to do and you get to eat. In other words, this gel-like substance with a microchip when it goes into your body, under the skin, and sends out signals based on chemicals, it can then receive signals. This could indicate that, let's say you have this gel, and you decide, you know what, I don't believe what the news tells me anymore. And I'm going to start a campaign to expose the lies and the corruption, and you become an agitator. An agitator is basically somebody who asks questions. Authorities don't like when you ask questions when they're corrupt. So you ask questions, and now suddenly you have signs today that you will be sick tomorrow, and nobody in the community is going to question if you're rounded up and taken to a, a facility for re-education because it's not a re-education facility. It's a COVID-19 quarantine facility. And nobody wants to be around you because you're possibly going to be sick tomorrow. Maybe. Who knows? Probably not. And it's just because of that gel that you have under your skin. It's just a, it's a tracking and monitoring device. Not that you're going to get sick, but if you need to be re-educated, if you need to be rounded up, if you need to be found, if you need to be discovered because you have some views and opinions that authorities don't like. That's what this system is really about. And it sounds outlandish, but I, I can read legislative documents in the state of New York where they're talking about having COVID-19 quarantine facilities, which in essence are just concentration camps like they have in Australia and parts of Europe. They're just re-education centers like they have in communist China. That's all that it is. It's, it's literally the cryptocurrency system the retired Colonel Matt Hepburn's uh, 
DARPA response team with this this microchip and this gel. All this is is a re-education facility. It's microchipping and controlling the population, and it's a social credit score. That's all that it is. It's just not called a social credit score. It's called do what the system says and you get to eat because you could be infectious. You could be contagious. It's called do what we tell you to do where we take you to a re-education camp, but we call it a quarantine facility. It's take this microchip to see if you'll be sick tomorrow. What that really is is just pre-crime, except it's not crime. It's pre-sickness, and then they're going to determine if you'll be sick so that they can use that as justification to determine what they want to do with you. That's the bottom line, and that is the reality of the situation we're dealing with. And if you go to this curious article, Scientific America, you'll find that Bill Gates himself directly, specifically asked for MIT researchers and engineers to develop something called an invisible ink tattoo, just like that bio stamp from Motorola, just like what Colonel Matt Hepburn is working on in conjunction with DARPA, and people like Regina Dugan at Facebook. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teaching. Stay with us. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting. Somewhere between the normal and paranormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare. Right here on The Fringe FM. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hey, Fringe listeners, Dave Cruz here, reminding you that Beyond the Strange airs live Monday evenings at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on The Fringe FM, BTS is your one-stop shop for the paranormal, the bizarre, and most of all, the strange. Join me and co-host Black Sky Paranormals, Russ Bailey, as we discuss topics such as aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, and much more. Also, we talk with profound guests, authors, researchers from all over the world, and we take your calls live on the air. Go to beyondthestrange.com and learn more about the show, guests, times, free registration for our newsletter, merch, and much more. Again, that's Beyond the Strange, Monday evenings, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. And as always, stay strange. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The month of April brings us further into the waxing of the year, from the spring equinox to Beltane. 
Join us on The Secret Teachings to track this turning of the yearly wheel through synchromysticism, pop conspiracy, and more Monday through Friday on The Fringe FM. And as the sun waxes, expand your perception with a subscription to our show archive, which includes montages and my digital books. A one-time donation or a yearly subscription of $45 at the moment supports the show, the network, and you. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the subscribe tab at the top of the page or use PayPal directly with the email rdgable at yahoo.com. All yearly subscribers also get a free copy of The Technological Elixir or Food Philosophy with free shipping in the U.S. You can also buy the book separately, including the enormous compilation of Occult Arcana. That's thesecretteachings.info. And your support allows us to do what we do Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Yo, hi there. It's Gigi from Shift Happens. Just stopping by to tell you to stop it. Stop that. Stop that thing that you're doing and redirect all of your attention right directly back here to the Fringe FM. This is Jess Rogie, host of the Rogie Report, and you're listening to the Fringe FM, KTLK, digital broadcasting. Are you thinking about creating a podcast but don't know where to start? Do you really want to have to learn all this stuff? Individual track processing, enhanced and improved sound quality, edit out those awkward pauses, slip to mix multiple clips and tracks, back volumes, deliver consistent sound, live podcast production, show notes and SEO optimization, episode upload to hosting, live call screening, balance levels and loudness, measure broadcast standards, full branding packages, logo design, podcast site, website, show artwork, video and audio production, gotta do video. Or do you just want to get on the mic and get your ideas out there? The Fringe FM team is here to help with all of your podcasting, audio and video production needs. From simple podcast to audio enhancement, our professional production staff will make it easier than ever to create the podcast you desire. The biggest thing is time. A lot of people that podcast don't have time. Time is like a really valuable currency next to cost. It's even more important than money. Why waste your time doing all this stuff? This is what we can do for you. Think about like the hours and the money you're going to have to put into doing all this by yourself. Doesn't make sense. It's going to take you months to launch. If we did it for you, we could do it tomorrow. Visit thefringe.fm, join our team and get jump started on your podcast today everything is awesome everything is cool when you're part of a team it's april the month of burning when the sun proceeds into its waxing phase right here on ktlk digital broadcasting the fringe fm what are we gonna do tomorrow night same thing we do every night try to take over the world join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination where happiness is an illusion where the past, present, and future all co- coexist on the same timeline. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings Radio. It wasn't really made 
much of a news story, but the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, a couple of months ago, back in October 2020, took $56 million officially and gave it to Moderna, a biotechnology company that pioneered messenger RNA therapeutics and vaccines to create a new generation of transformative medicines for patients, people, animals, you know, to create super soldiers and things like the Chinese are using mRNA therapeutics to do. DARPA gave them this money to enable what they call small-scale rapid mobile manufacturing of nucleic acid vaccines and therapeutics. In other words, they would have these tiny little boxes that could be transported anywhere in the world, and those tiny little boxes would be the little tiny engineering facilities where they would be able to create these structures to inject into the body. And of course, it's all just to keep you safe and to keep you healthy. The award from DARPA is part of DARPA's Nucleic Acids On Demand worldwide initiative to develop a mobile end-to-end automated manufacturing platform to provide in-field, just-in-time manufacturing of good manufacturing practice quality nucleic acid, including mRNA vaccines and therapeutics intended to deliver near instantaneous protections and treatment to both military personnel and local populations. That was a mouthful. In other words, basically, DARPA has a program to create automated manufacturing within a tiny little box that can be transported anywhere in the world to give to soldiers, to give to local populations, and it just manufactures various forms of mRNA therapeutics and vaccines that aren't really vaccines. They're forms of genetic engineering devices that will restructure your RNA and therefore restructure your DNA. And this is money that was given by DARPA to Moderna to develop these technologies. Now, that's Moderna, the company that a lot of people probably didn't hear about until we started talking about a vaccine for COVID-19 last year. And then you heard all about Moderna, Moderna, Moderna. And now you hear about Johnson & Johnson's vaccine and You hear about how people are getting sick at testing sites and a few people get sick, but it's really not a big deal. But they shut down all the testing sites in Colorado because of that, or they shut all the testing sites around Chapel Hill, North Carolina. They all got to shut them down because it's not dangerous, but they got to shut them down. Five people protest in California and they got to shut the whole facility down. You know, AstraZeneca has blood clots in the brain. Uh, That's official and just acknowledged and admitted now. You got people collapsing and fainting, but no, they get those. They get the black nurses on television. The black nurses are like, hey, give me a vaccine. And they have another black nurse administer it. And they're like, hey, black people, take this vaccine or you ain't black. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm struggling with why there are protests in Minneapolis over the Sunday into Monday this week. And... You know, I, nobody cares about, you know, black people basically being uh, guinea pigs and uh, Melinda and Bill Gates saying black people need five vaccines because they're going to keep them real comfortable. Nobody cares about that. No protests over that. We just got to give the black people the vaccines, got to test those vaccines on black folks and unborn babies in the womb. And oh, yeah, you know that AstraZeneca, Moderna, Pfizer, BioNTech, Johnson & Johnson, all of them, they're testing vaccines or gene therapy shots, which is what they really are, gene experimental gene therapies. They're testing those on children six years old, 
seven years old, 12 years old, down to basically infants and newborns and pregnant women when they're not even approved for emergency use for pregnant women because they're dangerous. And we read the Wolfgang Wodarg petition with a doctor of Eden last week where they're talking about how these vaccines will likely trigger a reoccurring cycle of, of basically infertility. You could get pregnant, but then the pregnancy would be aborted because of the material in these gene therapy shots. I mean, these are top doctors, top scientists reporting this. It's, it's in the literature from the FDA, from Pfizer. They tell you, we don't know or we do know, and it's not good, what will happen to you if you're pregnant or if you try to get pregnant. This is a very, very dangerous thing. I mean, that's, that's what the whole World Health Organization report with a bunch of women's groups and the World Bank was about in the early 1990s. In 1992, there was a meeting in Geneva, Switzerland about creating fertility-regulating vaccines. That's actually the, the title of the report. I've got a physical copy of it. It's like 50 pages, and it's about fertility-reducing vaccines and anti-fertility vaccines that have been introduced and used since 1972, the same year that one of the leading reproductive experts in the world, I believe her name is Shana Swan, estimated that from 1973 to 2011, sperm counts have dropped over 50%. And since 1973, according to the World Health Organization, officially in their own document, that's when these fertility vaccines, anti-fertility vaccines were first experimented with and tested. And since that time, mixed with everything from bisphenol A and phthalates and birth control and the water, just byproducts of an industrial pharmaceutical age, this has reduced fertility drastically, substantially, incredibly, and, and so disturbingly so. Now, that is how eugenicists and psychopaths who want to control the population and rather than institute a one-child policy and make it very public, you just do things covertly, right? It's just covert. Nobody has to know what's going on, and if they figure it out, it's all for their safety, it's for their security, it's for their protection, right? So nobody's questioning, why did DARPA, the Department of Defense, an experimental branch of the Department of Defense, give a vaccine mRNA gene therapy manufacturer tens of millions of dollars to enable small-scale rapid mobile manufacturing of nucleic acid vaccines and gene therapy shots. Why? Well, because this stuff, they want to make it very easily accessible. They want to make it very easily transportable. And they want to be able to take it to every small village, every large city, and make it really, really simple to bring it, to manufacture it, to distribute it, to sterilize, to make infertile, and to control the remaining population through whatever fully is going to happen through the usage of these gene therapies. Now, this is not a theory. This is, this is a Moderna press release. This is a Business Insider Market Watch. This is 60 Minutes. Here's 60 Minutes again. Retired Colonel Matt Hepburn, Army infectious disease physician heading up DARPA's response to the so-called pandemic. He says they have a little tiny gel-like system 
I'm going to tell you about that in a second and break it down. A gel-like microchip system that they put under the skin, it'll tell you, not if you're sick, but if you're going to be sick. Dr. Hepburn showed us a few current projects. Some sound like they're from an episode of Star Trek. Consider a ship like the USS Theodore Roosevelt hobbled last year when 1,271 crew members tested positive for the coronavirus. What if everyone on board had their health monitored with this subdermal implant, now in late-stage testing? It's not some dreaded government microchip to track your every move, but a tissue-like gel engineered to continuously test your blood. It's a sensor. This tiny green thing in there? That tiny green thing in there, you put it underneath your skin, and what that tells you is that there are chemical reactions going on inside the body, and that signal means you're going to have symptoms tomorrow. Wow. There's an actual transmitter in that? Yeah, it's like a check engine light. Check this sailor out before he infects other people. That's right. Sailors would get the signal, then self-administer a blood draw and test themselves on site. Look at that. We can have that information in... But it's just for soldiers. It's just for soldiers. It's not for you. It's not for the general populace. Because it's not really a microchip to track everything that you do, like 60 Minutes said. It's not that. Don't worry. It's a gel. And it's a green light gel. It's very light. It's very fluffy. It's very cute how it wiggles in the little vial. And that's good. That's going to keep you healthy. That's going to keep you safe. It's not a chip. It's a gel. It's not rounding you up to take you to re-education camps. It's quarantine. It's not pre-crime. It's pre-sickness. It's not the mark of the beast. It's a universal basic income. It's all the same thing. You can call it whatever you want. It's the same thing. You know, you can play with words. You can say it's not a car. It's an automotive machine, you know. Like George Carlin said, you don't go see the doctor anymore. You see a health maintenance professional. It's not a microchip. It's a hydrogel. It's not rounding you up to take you to a concentration camp. It's called quarantine, silly. It's not the mark of the beast. It's a universal basic income, and it's a cryptocurrency system of activity data generated by the body. And if the body... And if the person doesn't do what the system tells them to do, they don't eat. And listen, it's not pre-crime, it's pre-sickness. So not only can you be potentially arrested and your thoughts be monitored in real time for things that you didn't, maybe didn't even think or say, your mind isn't even a sanctuary, this is pre-sickness. They'll tell you if you're going to be sick. You might be sick, we're not really sure, but maybe if you're sick, possibly, potentially, what will happen is we'll take you to a facility, and like the governor of Virginia said, we'll keep them real comfortable. That's what it's all about. That's a little gel. Now, if you pay attention to what is going on in the world of science, you might have heard of what I just said a second ago, something called hydrogels, and hydrogels are none other than little tiny robots, the little micro-robots. I'll play you this little... 31 minute 30 second video from science animated it's called hydrogel microbots to fairy living cells this is what hydrogel does and hydrogels have been developed by uh, researchers at major universities and by basically the military department of defense this is what this guy working for darpa just told you it's a little tiny gel 
and it's just going to send out signals. It's not going to, it's not invasive, even though they inject it under the skin. It's not dangerous. It's very, very safe. It's not meant to track you, but it will track you. It's just very, it's, we're going to keep you comfortable with the hydrogel. And this is what hydrogel microbots do. This is what it's all about. It sounds lovely, loving. It sounds lovely. It sounds, it's so advanced. Live cells in a synthetic three-dimensional scaffold is critical for tissue engineering. And achieving this in real time via a self-propelling micro-robot allows for future applications in remotely guided cell therapy. So basically what this is, is it's a synthetic system that is created inside of the body by a little microbot. It's a hydrogel microbot. And it creates synthetic structures and it literally realigns the cells in your body. Including spinal cord injury treatment and site-directed drug delivery. In Advanced Materials, Dr. Savesh Kumar Srivastava and his co-workers from the Technical University of Denmark's Eduon Center of Drug Delivery describe their thread-like radical polymerization-based micro-robot or trap-bot which can capture and transport live cells to a desired location. Much like a spider weaving a web, these microbots can spit out thread-like gel to trap living cells and incorporate them in their hollow microcylinder. This microcylinder is about 200 micrometers in diameter. It also contains the ingredients for the cell trapping gel, which creates a long thread-like structure, while nickel layer allows for magnetic guidance. Once a staple of science fiction, thanks to this research, microbots can perform a variety of functions, including tissue grafts, in the near future. So when people say, Oh no, the vaccines, they have microbots in them. They have nanobots in them. They're going to inject me with nanotechnology. I think we need to be careful how we say that because nanotechnology refers to technologies that are on the nano level. Nanotechnology doesn't mean nanobots. It means that if it's a robot and it's that small, then it's a nanobot. It's a microbot, uh, which is a little bit larger than a nanobot as far as I understand. But it's still very, very small. A nanotechnology is something that is on the nano level. It's very, 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 very tiny. Now, when people say there's nanobots in the vaccine, it's, it's in the swab for the COVID-19 test. Let me assure you that nobody needs to inject or swab you to get nanotechnology into your body. That can be done through your food, it can be done through your water, it can be done through aerosols, it can be done through chemical cloud seeding and stratospheric aerosol injection solar radiation management that can be done in a number of ways that don't receive the same kind of attention as an experimental gene therapy shot however let's consider what DARPA and retired Colonel Matt Hepburn said that this little tiny microchip green gel-like substance you put it under your skin and it tells you when there are chemical actions going on in the body that may signal uh, that you're going to have symptoms of some sickness tomorrow and you can track this in real time microsoft has a patent for a cryptocurrency system where if you do what the system says you get cryptocurrency you get to eat tomorrow you get to eat today when you inject yourself with this experimental gene therapy, I don't know if it's so much experimental as it is very, 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 very 
well-researched and understood because this technology has been in development for decades. It allows for researchers, for scientists, for psychopaths, for eugenicists, for what, as far as I'm concerned, might be a group of extraterrestrials by the sound of it. It allows them into your body to genetically engineer your natural biological organic systems through things like hydrogel microbots. You can call them nanobots if you'd like, if that makes you feel like more of a conspiracy theorist. And with various forms of gene therapy, gene-altering shots that don't necessarily use hydrogels, but reprogram the RNA, therefore reprogramming the DNA in your body. And what does it do from that point on? I'm not certain. The possibilities, however, are essentially endless. Now, when you have the Department of Defense and DARPA, and you have them working together with billion-dollar manufacturing companies like Moderna, working together with technology companies like Microsoft, and working together with big tech like Facebook and Google, etc. And when there's a revolving door behind and you know, in front of all these agencies where you have people like Regina Dugan from DARPA and Motorola where they develop biological tattoos and you have them working together all in concert, all in unison to march us towards an Orwellian nightmare, a dystopian future. It shows us that there are many things being revealed there's a great unveiling, a revelation, an apocalypse that is being staged. At least I think it's being staged. A revelation that this is the end by theological, dogmatic, faith-based standards. This is the end of the world. But we can create a better world. We can reset the world. You know, reset is Italian, re Set is the Egyptian god of nighttime, the brother of, of Osiris. Set, king Set, the rise of the kingdom of the Antichrist, the rise of the kingdom of the antithesis of the Savior. Coming as a Savior to bring falsehoods and lies and deceit to the world, tricking the faithful into first participating in the system in the same way that the revamped Ku Klux Klan known as Black Lives Matter has tricked the black community into supporting their own downfall their own demise the same people that have black nurses on TV administering and receiving vaccines telling black folks to get your vaccine because it's okay a few black people got saline shots it shows you that it's real safe before the break I mentioned something from Scientific America that is so incredibly important. This report came out in 2019. 2019, right around the time that we began to talk here on The Secret Teachings about what was happening in China, way before any mainstream news began to report it in mass and before it became the new cultural fashionable thing to talk about the Rona and the COVID and just kind of get into the, 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 the game of playing pandemic and, and, and having it normalized. We were talking about it here on The Secret Teachings, and we were talking about how researchers at MIT, 
two bioengineers, Robert Langer and Anna Jekliny, and their colleagues developed a tiny patch of needles called microneedles to provide an effective vaccination without a needle jab. These microneedles would be embedded on a Band-Aid-like device placed on the skin. You don't even need a nurse or a technician to do it. It would basically inject a dye and a vaccine into your body, and it would allow for vaccine records to be kept on the skin. And the article from Scientific America published December 18th, 2019, Invisible Ink could reveal whether kids have been vaccinated, says the technology embeds immunization records in a child's skin. This work was also published, by the way, in the, in the journal Science Translational Medicines. It was, quote, funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and came about because of a direct request from Microsoft founder and philanthropist Bill Gates himself. That's according to Scientific America. So Bill Gates requested the Invisible Ink tattoo. Bill Gates' former company, Microsoft Technology Licensing, developed a cryptocurrency system where you receive currency if you do what the system tells you to do. Regina Dugan, who works on Facebook's Experimental Skunk Works Building 8 division, was also senior vice president of Motorola's advanced research arm when an electronic tattoo was announced former Google executive, former director at DARPA. This is the same DARPA that awarded Moderna $56 million to develop small-scale rapid mobile manufacturing of nucleic acid vaccines and therapeutics. And these are the the same kinds, the same types of these vaccinations and therapeutics that are being used for COVID-19 right now. And they relate to things like hydrogel and microchips that retired Colonel Matt Hepburn said are going to be used to give real-time readouts to determine whether you are sick before you are sick. And these hydrogel microbots can go into the body. It's mainline science, and they can go into the body, and they can, with artificial structures, realign your cells. So the hydrogels realign the cells and can do things to the body that otherwise would require surgeries on a very small scale or even on a large scale. And RNA therapeutic gene therapy shots can realign your genes and your genetics. I mean, you can look this stuff up in advanced materials. The article that was referenced in the video I played you. Thread-like radical polymerization via autonomously propelled trap bots. And I also pulled up from SciTech Daily an article that has the headline from September of 2020, and get this, here's the headline, More Effective Vaccines with Injectable Hydrogel. They're injecting hydrogel into the body to artificially realign the cellular structure. They're injecting experimental mRNA vaccines shots into the body to realign your DNA and your RNA. Now, this isn't even like mainstream news or alternative news. This is mainline science in big mainline scientific publications. This is Bill Gates saying, we've created a biostamp microneedle tattoo, just like the one Motorola developed, just like the one that Israel developed, where they don't allow you to buy food or 
participate in commerce, essentially, unless you have the mark of the vaccine. The cryptocurrency system that Microsoft has a patent on called 666, where you cannot do anything unless you do what the system tells you to do, and then you get your credits to buy your worm food, to buy your maggot sausage and your cockroach milk. This is the New World Order. This is the Great Reset. This is the period of trials and tribulations. This is Revelation. This is the secret teachings. Stay with us. We'll be back. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable, five nights a week on The Fringe FM. And join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's thesecretteachings.info and The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports the secret teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. The month of April brings us further into the waxing of the year, from the spring equinox to Beltane. Join us on The Secret Teachings to track this turning of the yearly wheel through synchromysticism, pop conspiracy, and more Monday through Friday on The Fringe FM. And as the sun waxes, expand your perception with a subscription to our show archive, which includes montages and my digital books. A one-time donation or a yearly subscription of $45 at the moment supports the show, the network, and you. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the subscribe tab at the top of the page or use PayPal directly with the email rdgable at yahoo.com. All yearly subscribers also get a free copy of The Technological Elixir or Food Philosophy with free shipping in the U.S. You can also buy the book separately, including the enormous compilation of Occult Arcana. That's thesecretteachings.info, and your support allows us to do what we do Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then they, the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> it's like you're all working for the same guy. It's April, the month of burning when the sun proceeds into its waxing phase. Right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. What are we going to do tomorrow night? Same thing we do every night. Try to take over the world. Want more of The Fringe? 
Check out TheFringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Howdy. This is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio. A digital health pass, part of the IBM Watson Works, has been designed to provide organization with a smart way to bring people back to a physical location, such as a workplace, school, stadium, or airline flight. You know, IBM Watson, you'll know that IBM and Watson... It was basically, for a little bit of time, uh, a eugenics company. Uh, they basically support eugenics. I mean, the Watson system is named after a eugenicist, uh, an artificially intelligent assistant that will arguably one day get to decide if people live or die in a healthcare setting. And IBM, which... You probably, if you've heard this show, know how I feel about the so-called Jewish Holocaust, that it's incredibly exaggerated based on the physical evidence. But Jew or otherwise, people have been rounded up in concentration camps from Africa to Russia to Europe to right now today in China. Massive concentration camps for Muslims and Christians and others. I mean, there are little concentration camps here in the United States. It's just a concentration of people. It's called the southern border right now. It's called Black Sites, operated by Obama in Chicago with no due process of law. And uh, if we can get that stigma of a concentration camp and Nazi and Hitler out of our brain, we can realize that these companies like IBM, these aren't good people. Okay, these are killers. These are psychopaths. I don't mean your uncle who works for IBM developing software, okay? I don't mean your neighbor who works for IBM cleaning up the floor. At night, okay? I mean the people that make decisions like this. Developing a digital health pass. Built on IBM blockchain technology, the solution is designed to enable organizations to verify health credentials for employees, customers, and visitors entering their site based on criteria specified by the organization. Privacy, of course, is central to the solution, and the digital wallet can allow individuals to maintain control of their personal health information and share it in a way that is secure, verifiable, and trusted. Individuals can share their health past to return to the activities and things they love without requiring exposure of the underlying personal data used to generate their credential. Now, how do you acquire one of these digital 
health passes so that you can take travel and transportation so that you can go to sports and entertainment so that you can have a job so that you can buy food and feed your family. How do you acquire this? Well, you're going to need to receive your vaccination. You're going to need to receive your experimental mRNA gene therapy shot. You're going to need to receive what retired Colonel Matt Hepburn, an Army infectious disease physician heading up DARPA's response to the so-called pandemic, proposed on 60 Minutes, something that's already approved by the FDA, something that has already been used on 300 people. It is an experimental gel-like substance with a microtransmitter that goes into the body. In other words, it's a hydrogel-like substance with a microchip that can send out real-time signals, therefore being able also to receive real-time signals. And if the device can't receive them, your cells are crystalline in nature. Your cells can send and receive transmissions. It attaches to the body, sends and receives transmissions, and it tells you when you might be sick tomorrow, which is not pre-crime, it's pre-sickness. This is what the retired colonel had to say on 60 Minutes. Dr. Hepburn showed us a few current projects. Some sound like they're from an episode of Star Trek. Consider a ship like the USS Theodore Roosevelt hobbled last year when 1,271 crew members tested positive for the coronavirus. What if everyone on board had their health monitored with this subdermal implant, now in late-stage testing? It's not some dreaded government microchip to track your every move. But it is. But a tissue-like gel engineered to continuously test your blood. It's a sensor. This tiny green thing in there. That tiny green thing in there. You put it underneath your skin, and what that tells you is that There are chemical reactions going on inside the body, and that signal means you're going to have symptoms tomorrow. It actually doesn't mean anything because what the doctor is telling you is this is a gel-like, microchip-like substance. It's actually a gel substance with a microchip in it. What it tells you is you have chemical reactions going on in the body. Okay, everybody has chemical reactions going in their body all the time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And depending on the environment, those chemical reactions can change. So what they're doing is they're telling you that if you get this in the body to determine pre-sickness and therefore justify that this isn't a microchip that tracks you, it's a gel that keeps you safe and secure and protected and healthy. It's not rounding you up to take you to a camp. It's actually quarantine. It's not some kind of uh, you know mark of the beast. It's really a universal basic income based on a cryptocurrency system using body activity data, which is patented to 666 by Microsoft Technology, LLC. It's actually not even pre-crime. It's pre-sickness. We want to keep you safe. And what it does is it goes into the body, it sends out signals, and it does that based on chemical reactions in the body. Those chemical reactions that are had in the body don't tell you whether you're sick or not, but this device will make that decision for you and for your body. And it will tell you that if you have a cough, that means you have coronavirus. It's not because you inhaled some dust. It's not because you inhaled some inflammatory irritant like bleach that grocery stores apparently are spraying in aerosol here in New York State. I've gone into a grocery store. They're literally aerosolizing bleach. Okay, and it's so irritant. Like you can feel it burning your esophagus. You can feel it burning your lungs when you breathe it in. 
And I mean, it's not like I'm going there knowing they're doing that. I just went there and I was just inhaled bleach and I start coughing and people are looking at me because I don't have a mask on. And I'm like, I'm thinking like, what are you morons looking at? They're spraying bleach. Well, I guess you can't smell it because you have five masks on and you're crawling out of the store with your bag of groceries because you can't stand up because you don't have oxygen to your brain. So they put this in the body. It sends and receives signals and it tells you like a PCR test, nothing important. A PCR test says you have a particle in your body. Doesn't mean you're sick. This gel-like substance will tell you that you have chemical reactions in your body, but that doesn't tell you that you're sick. These are assumptions, associations. In fact, it's not really based on science at all. It's based on technocracy. It's based on you have a chemical reaction, the same chemical reaction everybody does. That means you are sick. You exhale carbon dioxide. That means you are dangerous to the plants and the animals, the flora and the fauna. You are dangerous to planet Earth for exhaling carbon dioxide. It doesn't matter if it's the oxygen of plants. It doesn't matter if soil requires oxygen. It doesn't matter if plants require sunlight. The sun is bad. Carbon dioxide is bad. Humans are bad. Humans are dirty. Don't touch each other. Don't have sex with each other. Don't procreate. Take experimental mRNA vaccine slash shots that are really just gene therapies disguised as vaccines to make you safe and make you feel better. It's really a form of hygiene therapy or what we could more accurately describe as a form of vaccine theater. That's all that it is. It's vaccine theater. It's medical theater. None of it actually works to keep you safe. None of it works to keep you healthy. None of it works to keep you protected. But what it does is it provides this theater of the mind, theater of the absurd, open public drama with your masks and your distancing and your vaccines and your therapy shots and then What's really happening is what retired Colonel Matt Hepburn said, oh, we're going to put this in the body. And it's going to send signals that you're having chemical reactions, something that everybody has. Then everybody is sick before they're actually sick. It's pre-sickness. Literally, listen to retired Colonel Hepburn explain this. A tissue-like gel engineered to continuously test your blood. It's a sensor. This tiny green thing in there. That tiny green sen- thing in there. You put it underneath your skin. And what that tells you is that there are chemical reactions going on inside the body. There's always chemical reactions going on inside the body. And that signal means you're going to have symptoms tomorrow. So what if they just take the signal and say that signal means you have symptoms, means you're sick, means you're going to a re-education. I mean, I'm, you're going to a quarantine camp. I mean, it's as simple as that. But it's not a re-education camp. It's a quarantine facility. You need to have uh, another booster shot because the hydrogel hasn't been able to fully realign your cells yet. This is hydrogel, as explained by Science Animated on YouTube. Hydrogel microbots to ferry living cells. Now, I'm not saying this is the exact same thing that Colonel Hepburn held up on the 60 Minutes interview, but it's a gel-like substance that they inject into the body with vaccines. And that's not a conspiracy It's not even a theory. It's just well-known. More effective vaccines are now using injectable hydrogel. That's SciTechDaily.com. It's also ACS Publications, injectable hydrogels for sustained co-delivery of subunit vaccines, enhanced humoral immunity, published in ACS Central Science, the date 2020, last year, September. 
This is very, very recent science. This is all experimental on the public level, on the corporate level. But where this comes from, I don't believe it's very experimental. I believe it's very well planned and organized. This is what hydrogel does to the body. And by the way, hydrogels, when they're exposed to electromagnetic fields, they kind of dance around and they look like little people. In fact, they look like Slenderman, which is even more bizarre. Incorporating live cells in a synthetic three-dimensional scaffold is critical for tissue engineering. And achieving this in real time via a self-propelling micro-robot allows for future applications in remotely guided cell therapy, including spinal cord injury treatment and site-directed drug delivery. In Advanced Materials, Dr. Savesh Kumar Srivastava and his co-workers from the Technical University of Denmark's Eduon Center of Drug Delivery describe their thread-like radical polymerization-based micro-robot or trap-bot which can capture and transport live cells to a desired location. Much like a spider weaving a web, these microbots can spit out thread-like gel to trap living cells and incorporate them in their hollow microcylinder. This microcylinder is about 200 micrometers in diameter. It also contains the ingredients for the cell trapping gel, which creates a long thread-like structure, while nickel layer allows for magnetic guidance. Once a staple of science fiction, thanks to this research, microbots can perform a variety of functions, including tissue grafts, in the near future. It's not the near future, it's the current present. I want to draw your attention also to a report from MedCare, the International Journal of Vaccines and Vaccinations. This comes from Volume 4, Issue 1 in 2017. And it's about an investigation of what we call vaccines for the possible side effects they can cause. And they go into this study on these vaccines and they were aiming to verify the presence of solid contaminants by means of an environmental scanning electron microscope equipped with an x-ray microscope and uh, here's what they found the results of this new investigation show the presence of micro and nano sized particulate matter composed of inorganic elements in vaccines uh, samples which is not declared among the components and whose unduly presence is for the time being inexplicable a considerable part of those particular contaminants have already been verified in other matrices and reported in literature as non-biodegradable and non-biocompatible. The evidence collected is suggestive of some hypothesis correlated to diseases that are mentioned and briefly discussed. And if you read the conclusion of this report, it says the investigations verified the physical chemical composition of the vaccines considered according to the inorganic component as declared by the producer. In detail, we verified the presence of saline and aluminum salts, but further presence of micro, submicro, and nano-sized inorganic foreign bodies ranging from about 100 nanometers to about 10 microns was identified in all cases whose presence was not declared in the leaflets delivered in the package of the product. Now, it needs to be very, very clear here that if something is nano or micro, it doesn't mean it's a robot. People say vaccines have nanobots. Okay, all you're doing is giving ammunition to the jackasses on the mainstream media that read scripts and the jackasses who write the scripts to say, as they look at each other with this you know, big eyes and a 
and a, and a, and a funny face like now conspiracy theorists believe there are nanobots in the vaccines. I mean, when will this ever stop? But then I can read publications like this quality control investigations on vaccine micro and nano contamination. And I can just read how they're finding saline and aluminum salts, micro sub micro nano sized and organic foreign bodies in all the samples, a hundred nanometers to about 10 microns. So they're finding something that size in these vaccines, not declared on the package. It's a contaminant. Now, if it's put there on purpose, Obviously, we have a bigger problem, arguably, than if it were put there by accident, if it was a, a, a part of the manufacturing process or it was some kind of artifact in the microscopy in looking at these concoctions and these vials. Could it be a combination of all of that? It certainly could be a combination of all of that. The issue here. is that you have vaccines and then you have gene therapy shots. And vaccines have not been shown to actually reduce contagion, transmission, prevent sickness. All they've done is make people sick or the bodies have had less severe reactions to them and it doesn't actually prevent you from getting sick. It doesn't prevent you from transmitting anything. It doesn't prevent other people from removing their social distancing restrictions because of that, or you from removing yours or your masks or anything. It's just a worthless thing, it seems like. And that all plays into the cultural BDSM and the torture of, well, I guess I'll have to get another one and another one. It just really wears on you. And, and you, you acquiesce and give in. It's just one more, one more, one more. Now it lasts for six months. Now you need another one and another one and another. And before you know it, your eyes are rolled into the back of your head and you have no more conscious thought. But it was just one more. It was just two weeks. It's just one more. So DARPA is working on these little gel-like microchip things that go under the skin. And they're for sailors and soldiers, but... They'll be coming to a hospital near you, a medical facility near you. And this will tell you if you're sick before you're sick. And these gel-like substances are similar to hydrogels. These hydrogels go into the body and they realign cells and an artificial structure. And it's similar to mRNA gene therapy shots because those mRNA gene therapy shots reprogram your RNA and therefore reprogram your DNA. And so these hacks online and hacks on television and even hacks on radio say mRNA vaccines don't alter your DNA. They alter the mRNA, the messenger ribonucleic acid. And, you know, we've been genetically engineering plants for thousands of years. What they don't tell you is mRNA communicates to DNA. So through mRNA, it alters your DNA. What they don't tell you is hybridization of plants is different than genetically engineering plants. Humans have been genetically experimenting with each other for thousands of years. It's called procreation. It's called sexual intercourse. It's called having a child and having a family. That's different 
than some form of genetically altered fetus. That's completely different. It's still gene-altering. It's just done artificially and not organically. There's a huge difference. It's taking organic systems and replacing them with synthetic systems, whether it's birth or it's crossbreeding of plants or it's RNA to DNA communication. It doesn't really matter what it is. It's altering the organic. It's altering sex or procreation and genetically engineering children in a lab. It's altering natural crossbreeding practices and genetically altering and patenting those plants. It's not the RNA in the body that controls cellular reproduction. It's the RNA that communicates to the DNA. And it's not the vaccine that alters the DNA. It alters the mRNA. But then that alters the DNA. And don't worry, none of this will cause Alzheimer's, but it does cause prions disease, which is well, essentially Alzheimer's. It's just word play. That's all that it is. It's word play. Just like 60 Minutes said. 60 Minutes is like, no, 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 no. This isn't like one of those crazy, wacky conspiracy theories about government tracking devices. It's just a gel that goes into the body and tells people when they're sick. Self-monitored with this subdermal implant, now in late-stage testing. It's not some dreaded government microchip to track your every move, but a tissue-like gel engineered to continuously test your blood. It's a sensor. This tiny green thing in there. That tiny green thing. It sends out signals. Put it underneath your skin. With chemical reactions. Is that there are chemical reactions going on inside the body, and that signal means you're going to have symptoms tomorrow. And those symptoms don't tell you if you're sick. Those symptoms tell you that if I exhale carbon dioxide, I'm just breathing. And it's like, what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. It means I'm breathing. Yeah, but breathing is a side effect. A side effect of what? Being human? Being alive? Being an organic life form? A carbon-based life? Is that what it is? Because the only thing that would apparently hate that is if you're an alien and you want to conquer planet Earth. That's the only explanation that any rational person can apparently come up with. There's no other explanation. If not physical aliens, ladies and gentlemen, these people have to be, you know, like some... So, I mean, not like biological alien. They've got to be some kind of like robot machine thing. I, 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 there's, I don't know what other explanation. These are not, you know, your standard psychopaths. These aren't just like serial killers, okay? These aren't like Jeffrey Dahmer. These aren't people like, you know, the Bhagwan, Osha, Osho. Is it Osho? Osho. These aren't like cult leaders, okay? These are hard hard anti-human psychopaths. I mean, they want to kill and maim. They want to alter your genetics. They want control of the very code of your life. This is some evil, evil stuff. And then I get people that tell me, Ryan, it's really dark that you talk about that. Well, what else would you like me to talk about? Would you like me to talk about the beautiful flowers outside? You know, Would you like me to talk about the wind blowing? I can do that, but see, the problem is those beautiful flowers outside and that wind blowing, they're working together to spread this toxic soup of chemicals that are dumped in the stratosphere. They're working together to spread the aluminum and the barium and the strontium. They're working together to spread who else, 
you know, it's your guess as good as mine. Who, who the hell knows what else is in those chemical trails? Calcium, uh, 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 what is it, the, the, the chalk. They wanted to drop the chalk into the atmosphere. And what does the chalk do when you inhale it? The chalk causes the same respiratory problems because you're inhaling something that is foreign to the lungs. It doesn't matter if it's COVID-19 or if it's pneumonia or tuberculosis or chalk dust or it's sulfur dioxide, which causes respiratory failure if you inhale too much of it. That's all being sprayed. That's not a dark thing to expose it. It's a dark thing to remain ignorant of it. It's a dark thing to say it's not happening. I don't care. I will get my hydrogel injected into the body so that it can tell me if I'll be sick tomorrow. I will get my experimental mRNA gene therapy shot because I'm a good person and you're not. I will do what the government tells me. I will do what the corporations tell me. I will do what DARPA tells me. I will do what Microsoft tells me. I will do what Bill Gates tells me. I will do what Klaus Schwab tells me. I will do what 60 Minutes tells me to do because I'm a good person and you're not. I'm a good person for not thinking for myself. I'm a good person for not being empowered. I'm a good person for listening to what authorities tell me to do, no matter how trivial or how contradictory it is. I'm a good person. You are worthless scum. I'm on the side of the people that are winning, and you lose. Na 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 na. No, you're weak and you're pathetic. You can't think for yourself. And so, like a little tiny fish, you attach yourself to a big shark, thinking that the big shark's going to protect you. And the only reason the shark is protecting you because it can't turn around and eat you. You're going along with the shark, and the shark ends up getting consumed by something bigger. Or the humans hook the shark and cut the fin off for some shark fin soup. And then the little fish are left wandering again. Okay? 60 Minutes tells you that. DARPA tells you this. You know, mainline science, hydrogel microbots. Just because it's a nanobot, just because it's a microbot, doesn't mean it's a nanobot in the body. It means it's nano, it's micro. Okay? Researchers... A new quality control investigational vaccines, micro and nano contamination from MedCrave, the International Journal of Vaccines and Vaccination, shows that there are aluminum salts and that there are foreign bodies that are nano-sized, micro-sized, and inorganic in the vaccines that are being given. This is from 2017. We know officially now that there are hydrogels that are injected into the body. These hydrogels are little microbots that then artificially create these structures to realign cells in the body. And we know that mRNA gene therapy shots that are developed by places like Moderna, which have been given millions of dollars by DARPA to develop gene therapy kits that can be transported anywhere in the world. And then the product can be manufactured there in a very small box and distributed in real time. These are the companies that are developing these shots that then alter your RNA that then alters the DNA. So they can artificially realign the cells. They can artificially genetically engineer the body. And this can be done through water. It can be done through food. It can be done through vaccine. It can be done through shot. It can be done through stratospheric aerosol injection and chemical spraying in the upper atmosphere. It can also be done through autonomously propelled bots or trap bots, as explained in Advanced Materials, the journal from 2019. This is all very new stuff. Hydrogels. Trap bots. The little gel that retired Colonel Matt Hepburn showed on 60 Minutes, this little gel with a microchip in it that transmits and receives and says, when you've got a chemical reaction in the body, that's 
a side effect of a disease that you'll see symptoms of tomorrow. It's like a PCR test. You got a little tiny bit of a cough. That must mean that you need to get a test. You get a test, and that means you got a particle in your body. That means you're sick. Well, the inventor of the test said that that doesn't mean you're sick. It means you have a particle in your body. It doesn't mean you're sick. If I breathe and that's a symptom of some alien, you know, a virus, I guess I've got the alien virus. I'm breathing. I'm an alien to the aliens. I need to be exterminated because I'm poisoning the planet with my carbon dioxide. I'm poisoning the planet with my, you know, carbon-based life form excretion. So I'm a threat. And the planet needs to be terraformed into a digital sub-reality of microwave radiation. You know, things really do thrive on radiation. It's not just Godzilla as a metaphor for nuclear technology. It's There was a a, a bacteria found in a can of spam in the 50s that literally thrives on radiation hundreds or thousands of times higher than any other organism can thrive on. Godzilla needs radiation, right? Certain bacteria need radiation. They can survive on radiation. Radiation can break their DNA and it can survive thousands, hundreds or thousands of breaks. It needs the radiation. It thrives on the radiation. Okay, this digital subreality, the microwaves, the suppression of consciousness, all these things that you hear about, it's happening in a way that you didn't think it would happen. The so-called New World Order, your, your, your government-mandated passports and your cryptocurrency systems, your universal basic incomes, your 666 patents from Microsoft, your invisible ink tattoos, the DARPA awarded millions of dollars to create through Moderna these transportation kits where they can develop these mRNA shots and these gene therapy things real time in little villages to get the little black boys, little black girls, little black, you know, uh, villagers so they can just take it there, do it, sterilize them, kill them. Nobody knows anything, but it's all to keep you safe. If technology was so advanced in this way, we really understood contagions and germs. We should have conquered this by now. Don't you think? Why does it seem to get worse? Shouldn't we have conquered terrorism by now? Why does terrorism seem to get worse for a lot of reasons? One, Conquering disease and conquering terrorism is not profitable. It's profitable to maintain it. It's profitable to create it, to offer solutions to it, and then to maintain the instability. That's profitable energetically, financially, currency, energy, life force. It's profitable to turn the human being into a battery. It's profitable to grow the human being in a laboratory. It's profitable to grow the human being and make that human being a cyborg-like transhumanist servant. To the new system. It's profitable to overturn the organic world and replace it with synthetics. You want to call that Armageddon? You want to call that the apocalypse? You want to call this the mark of the beast? You call it whatever you want because the people that are doing this, you can see it on 60 Minutes, you can see it on Bill Gates, you can see it on you know patents, you can see it in independent scientific reports, you can see it in mainline scientific studies and reports on things like hydrogel. You can call it whatever you want, but I'll tell you what it really is. It's people that are psychopathic and they're alien to human consciousness. Interpret that however you want. And they want total control of the natural organic world. So they want to put hydrogel in the body so it can realign your cells. They want to give you artificial RNA coding so that it can alter your DNA. And they want to merge you with machines because these people, ladies and gentlemen, have to be the Borg. Because there really isn't another explanation for it. It's not a coincidence. We know that for sure. It's not negligence. It's not like an oops, an accident. It's careful, well-organized decades of planning. 
Um, it might be inhuman in the sense that like we don't think like that. We can't pay our bills. That's where we're focusing our attention. But this isn't really human in the, in the traditional sense. And so you can look this up for yourself if you don't believe me. Injectable hydrogels for sustained code livery of subunit vaccines enhanced humoral immunity. ACS publications, digital health passes from IBM. Thank you, IBM, for facilitating the Jewish Holocaust and other Holocausts and for facilitating the rollout of the Mark of the Beast system with your digital health passes. And then, of course, more effective vaccines with injectable hydrogel. All of this in the last three to four years. New technologies, new developments. And it just happens to arrive right at the time when we have, uh, you know, the need to stop a deadly contagion for which, you know, the death rates don't actually rise. And for which I believe something has been engineered potentially in a laboratory. And whatever that thing is, it's it's a tracking system. It's a biological tracking system. It's a complicated process that requires your approval. And once you give approval, I'll take it. I'll do it. Keep me safe. Keep me protected. Don't yell at me. Don't demand that I do something. I will do what you tell me to do. Just please don't hurt me. Don't hurt my family. Don't yell at us. Don't demand things and scream. Okay, we'll take the pass. We'll take the bio stamp. We'll do what Regina Dugan says. We'll do what DARPA says. We'll do what Microsoft says. We'll do what Bill Gates says. Just please, please let us live our life in peace. Let me go back to the sporting event. Please let me go back to the sporting event. Please let me go back to the venue of my choice. Please let me go back and see my grandma and my grandpa. Please let me just live my life. I just don't want to be hindered by these things. Please let's go back to normal. But you know what? It's like the Associated Press says, the new normal is great because the old normal really wasn't that good to begin with. The old world is out in with the new. It's a new world. It's a brave new world. And those of us who refuse to participate, we are obsolete. We're not really obsolete, but that's what the system wants to make you think. You're obsolete. You need the mark to buy and sell and to live. And I'm here to tell you that you don't. And that resistance to it is the only way, not having fear, is the only way that you have to maintain your control and your power and your consciousness. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Thank you all for listening tonight. Please subscribe to the archive to support the show. www.thesecretteachings.info rdgable at yahoo.com is the email. Remember, next week I'll be going out of town and kind of in and out of studio, so we'll have some replays. And some things like that. Stay tuned to facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings for more information. And we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy, and have a good evening, a good morning, good night, wherever you may be in the world. Time's up. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.